0: The VGRT Gaming Podcast, episode 683, recorded on May 8th, 2023.
1: 83rd edition of the TD Gaming Podcast, the 516th episode of Video Game Roundtable. I am TJ Denzer.
0: I am Scott Derrick. And I am Jonah Falcon.
1: The VGRT Gaming Podcast focuses on game news from around the industry.
0: Yeah, it's been a few weeks since we did this, and just a lot of interruptions. Honestly, the thing is, shockingly very little going on, except for some major stuff, which I'll talk about in a moment. hmm Um, for one, uh, I got a strange insider news that, um, well, first things first, we're going to talk about what we've been playing. Actually, I'll start first. I, I've been playing um, Redfall and um, oh, what was that other game that came out on the same day? My brain is hurting. Oh, yeah. Uh, how can I be so stupid? Um, and also Age of Wonders 4. So uh, starting with Redfall, I don't think it's all that bad, but I've been playing mostly on PC, and we know how... Console-centric people are, but uh, then we had Phil Spencer apologizing and all that stuff, and then we have some weird insider news that Microsoft decided they were they knew it was unfortunate they were just going to push it out the door anyway. Because get this, they wanted Arcane to work on a bigger project and just to start work on it, and you know just push Redfall out the, uh, the door. And a lot of people assume that it's Dishonored Three. That is the bigger project that Arcane might be working on. Hmm. So how excited would you be for a Dishonored three? I would be very excited. I just I kind of
1: always assumed the Death of the Outsider was was the end of it all. But uh but I'll take more Dishonored. I love that series.
0: Well, I I'd rather see Prey Two, but we know that's not gonna happen. But. Yeah. Uh, Age of Wonders 4, I've been playing it. It's difficult. Even on the easy tutorial map, I'm having a heck of a time just conquering it. I had to put it aside because I'm doing some other stuff. But, um yeah, it's pretty depth. And here's the thing that's interesting. One way it separates itself from civilization is that whatever, whatever uh, uh, race that you did, you know, with all your customizations, you know, and there's a lot of customization in that they might appear in future games as as an opponent so basically you're building the world and you're building all the factions that are in it huh Interesting. imagine imagine if you played civ 6 and you you played England to its max and then that the way you played England is in the game the next time you play it it's kind of hard with civilization because it's just basically running through history but um uh, Age of Wonders 4 is really really good except I found out that you know what I have to put it on my um, and I found this out with Redfall too. I had to put it on my SSD because if you have a mechanical hard drive it's going to go s- slow. And that just tells me I better start upgrading, you know, I have a SSD is my boot drive and I have a large um 3 terabyte mechanical drive as my data drive and it makes me realize I better get an M2 uh SSD card in their stat and just move all my shit to that card because, yeah, game development they're all moving they're all making it so that you really should be playing on an SSD card. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I uh, I I <coughs> I got a uh, SSD extension loaded into my PS5, and I think that thing has. I wouldn't say it's made it run better, but it certainly made everything like I don't have to worry about whether a game well whether i will have space for a game or whether it'll load properly
0: yeah, I just need to get a two terabyte uh s s d card and that'll be it um but yeah, like i said Asia, redfall isn't that bad it may be a, it's more it's funny it's i think it's sort of it's sort of like a multiplayer uh dishonor because people say it's gonna be like red for Dead. no. It's going to be like Borderlands. Actually, no, because we're in Borderlands. Do you ever have a sneak option and, and vision cones? Yeah. So.
1: Is there a lot of weapons in it? Like, is there, is oh, there yeah. like a
0: the is one, it loot fest? Well, here's the one good thing about that game is that when you pick up the right shotgun, you start becoming a badass. Also. Oh, gosh, Arcane is so freaking good
1: at shotguns. Or, or, or do the shotguns feel good in Redfall?
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, all the weapons feel good, except for the sniper rifle. The sniper rifle feels janky, but I'm going to say this. It does that Halo thing in which, you, when you do a headshot, it makes sort of like a, a pause click so that you know you did something, which I really like. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm happy to... After the launch, after the reviews came out and everybody trashed the game, uh, I'm happy to see that people are giving it a chance and, and finding that it's actually not as bad as... As many which is folks said,
0: which is usually um, the case with a lot of games. I and mean, here's a I, here's the thing. Uh, I played Bioshock 2 way back in the day, and everybody trashed it. And Yahtzee made it the worst game of 2010. And I I know why they all trashed it because of Minerva's Den. Having a multiplayer mode just offended people. But I did not listen to them. I love Bioshock 2. It's far better than the original game, and it's far, far better than Bioshock Infinite. Because Bioshock Infinite did not age well. But yeah. Bioshock 2 is my favorite of the series.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, in Redfall's case, it probably should have been delayed a little bit more. Because the some of the bugs I've heard about are just silly. Yeah. But... It's still got a good game
0: underneath those bugs, from what I understand. I likened, a lot of it, people are, I likened it to Cyberpunk 2077. I mean, I saw no issues with it when I was playing it on the Xbox One X, right? People who were right. playing it on the Xbox One and the PS4, they were having problems. And, man, you want to talk about a disastrous launch. Like, Cyberpunk
1: 2077 version 1.0 makes Redfall look tame. <laughs> but, <laughs> like... I I don't know of a single other game that was so unstable at launch that PlayStation kicked it off their store until they
0: fixed it. Well, here's the thing: if you're gonna play Redfall, play it on PC, because uh, the it looks gorgeous on PC. It looks like an Arcane game, right? Yeah, it, it's really fun on PC when you when you. Here's the thing: it's a slog, a bit of a slog when you only have a pistol, and that's always gonna be the case, you know. Um. And then you gotta attach stakes to your shotguns or whatever weapon you have, so that because when you when you kill when you when you kill vampires, it just makes them you know stop, and and you have the only way to fish them off is to stake them in the heart. So if you don't have you have uh, I have a I have a I have a a uh, a stake on my shotgun. So even if I if I pistol shot them, I whip out the shotgun and just stab them in the heart. So there's a lot yes. of stuff coming out. Um, Darkest Dungeon came just came out today. Um, I'm, I might try Dark, that. Darkest Dungeon 2. I mean, yeah, Darkest Dungeon 2 just came out today. Uh, Fuga and Melodies of Steel 2 comes out in a couple of days, and um, that's going to be interesting because all the children are growing up a little bit more. And I guess it's going to ignore the fact that you might have launched some of them out of the cannon. <laughs> For those who don't know, in Fuga Mute, Melodies of Steel, um, if you're, as a last resort, you can take one of your kids. Shove them in the canon and do an insta-win by sacrificing their life.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And they are like, there's
1: a there's a lot of narrative to the game. So, like, if you lose one of the characters, you just don't, they're sto- they are absent from the rest of the story, and it's really sad.
0: And uh, this Friday, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom finally releases, and we're going to be discussing that in not-so-positive light with, of course. Also, I had no idea there was another Amnesia game coming out. Did you? Yes. The Bunker? Yeah, I had no idea until now. I mean, until like a week ago. Oh, yeah. I've
1: been keeping an eye on that for a while.
0: I still have all the Amnesia games. They're all on Game Pass, so I haven't exactly played it. We're going to have some uh, uh, Midnight Suns reviews, and I have to admit, I have not played that yet, even though I have it. It's like I've just been doing all stuff at once. And then, finally, System Shock comes out at the end of the month. Yay! Mm -hmm. And I'm whetting my appetite for that. There's another game which no one's talked well that isn't really talked about much because it was like announced like a few weeks ago. But Town of Salem 2 is going into open access on May 30th. So there, there's that. Mm. For those who don't know, Town of Salem is werewolf with the Coven and the Mafia. It's werewolf and mafia and a bunch of other roles. And I've been playing it since 2015. Uh, Dan Clark's been I started playing it because he was the one who backed it on Kickstarter or anything. I did not. But he stopped playing. But I still have like 1,000 hours on that game. And I've almost gotten psychic You know, to the point in which I'm afraid people might accuse me of cheating. (laughs) But it is really, really fun because I love to lie and troll. I I really do wonder if people are going to like
1: The Bunker as much as they've liked other Amnesia games because – you, you, you do know what the twist on this one? Well, I guess you wouldn't if you only just heard of it. But the idea is that you uh, you're a World War One soldier trapped inside of this underground facility, uh, obviously a bunker.
0: I was afraid it might be World War Two, and you have to be in Hitler's bunker. <laughs> and you have,
1: I think, you find well, the there is a creature down there. Yeah. It is stalking you. And the entire layout of the, uh, bunker, including, like, items, the creature itself, and the, like, the things you need to, uh, move forward, are always randomized. It's a, it's a light roguelike.
0: Okay. And also, Lord of the Rings Golem is coming out, and it'll be interesting to see how that comes.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that one. I, I still think it's a perplexing thing to have, uh. Column. But like we haven't really had another game like like Thief in a while, so
0: I'm I'm into it as a possible replacement for that. Yeah. Also um, interesting is that Ease 9 Monstrum Nox is finally coming out on the PlayStation 5, but it's only in Europe. You already played that, didn't you, Scott? You already complete
2: that? I have not played that yet. Uh, really? I, I thought you I thought
0: you had it. I thought you had Nox. I, I didn't Nox. think
2: it had been localized yet. Really? Well, yeah, the European version
0: is coming on this Friday on PS5. So, I mean, at some point it has to come to the United States, right, if it hasn't been yeah. localized here yet. Do you, but do you have sure. a PS5? No, you don't have a no, PS5 yet. Okay. I do not. Okay. Well, it's, <laughs> I find it hard to imagine that they might ha- not have a localized
2: version for, for PC. Let's see. Okay, yeah, it is localized now. Okay. Uh, I just haven't bought it yet cause I'm mostly waiting for um, the, the Zelda game, the Legend of Zelda game coming out. So I'll be, I'll definitely be playing that when that comes out.
0: And shortly after that is Street Fighter 6. A lot of inf- uh, content has come out about Street Fighter 6. Didn't they just uh Dalsim video? No. Who's the stretchy guy? Was it Dalsim, Dalsim. Dalsim? Yeah, oh, it was okay. Dalsim. Yeah, they, yeah, they uh, re- released his character trailer recently.
1: Yes, they've been uh they like little combo videos of everyone recently. I'm uh I'm way interested in Zangief this time. <laughs> Didn't they release a character video for him too? They did.
0: Okay. And uh he looks like he. They, I've always thought. Zangief oh, you said. Before. Oh, I, I remember you already talked about this. You said that he looked a lot more happy. <laughs> he looks a lot more like a pro wrestler.
1: Okay. Like full on leaning into the glam and the and the showmanship of it. That's it's. it's he calls out moves before he does them and he just has all sorts of swagger behind like what he's every single thing that he does like when he, he he throws a good dude on the ground and then he does this little twist and drops the elbow it's fun to see like the the personality they've pumped into him Yeah
0: I will say this though uh, that's not the game I'm looking forward to I mean I'm not much of a fighter game anyway but um, I play some of them but no the game that I'm looking forward to which is coming out the same day is We Love Katamari Reroll And uh, when I played – I played We Love Katamari back uh, in the day on the Xbox 360, and that's the version I was familiar with. Because when I played uh, Katamari Damacy re-roll, I was shocked. Why am I not rolling up continents? And then (laughs) I found out, oh, no, that's because that was in We Love Katamari, not the original Katamari Damacy. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to to playing that again. And, of course, a few days after that is Diablo 4, and everybody's already raving about it. You know looks like it's the it's looks like it's going it i'm gonna it, it, people are saying it's like Diablo Two in the best possible way. I took all the lessons of Diablo two took all the lessons of Diablo three switch them together um i have not I have deliberately not been playing the uh the tech demos though you know the stress tests because I want to enter Diablo four all in fresh and without having played it at all. I want everything to be a surprise.
1: Yeah, for sure. I'm still looking for I, I do like the idea that uh we're talking about Diablo 4, right? The
0: Yeah, Diablo 4. Right.
1: I do like the idea that they've attached rewards to the beta. Mm. Um there are there are like some things that you'll be able you'll be able to get a title. There's a there's like a some sort of wolf that you can have follow you around. <laughs> uh and and uh, and there's like a super strong boss at the end of it. So that's cool stuff. I, I like the idea that there's actually something that you can take to the main game if you beat the beta. Right.
0: And before we leave, games that are coming out in the next few weeks. Uh, I'm wondering, Scott, are you gonna buy Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection?
2: Uh, Katamari, no.
0: Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection.
2: I don't know what that is.
0: This is classic uh, JRPG. It's gonna be on Switch and PC it's it's
2: it's it's a uh, oh okay that's pretty expensive three masters uh, of
0: the uh, of the get three games from that series
2: mhm i don't think i'll be getting this at this, this time like i guess I'm, I'm our trials of reverie is also coming out this summer so it's another game i'm going to be getting uh, along with of course, it's all the game well, and probably uh Nauda as well.
0: But it has it has a map making feature, you know, like the uh-huh. old fashioned map making, you know, that the boxes and what you call whenever you explore, you explore, you, you open up boxes.
2: Mm hmm. <laughs> so, sounds cool.
0: Yeah. Just check it out on Steam. I mean, the, all three of them are out. They're just releasing all three as a bundle.
2: Oh, yeah. OK. It might
0: it might, it might interest you because I know this sort of thing is right up your sleeve. So. Mm hmm. And oh well, I don't know how many trails games you have to play though, so maybe you won't be able to.
2: Yeah, there's there's yeah, there's Reverie, then uh Kuro. Two games of Kuro are being worked on next. And then I I've heard that uh the Galgrave uh games are being localized now. So there's a lot of stuff coming. Okay.
0: Anyways, um what else have Yeah. Oh, I also uh, pre-installed uh, the new railroad game. Oh, damn it, my brain is just my brain is, is uh, railroad. Not, I was about to say Railroad Tycoon, but it's railway Railway Empire 2. And one of the things is that it has two new maps, which is almost all the United States. So it has like like Railroad Tycoon did, you know? It has a map of the United States of. And the map and the entire you know, Europe as well, which is something that Railroad Tycoon had. Have either of you played Railway Empire?
2: I, have I, not. I used I used to play Railroad Tycoon back in like Windows 95 days. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: I played Railroad Tycoon on my Amiga. Actually, I played it on my 64, then I played it on my Amiga.
2: It was it was a fun little uh, railroad sim game where you're I played it for ages building. And again, it was Sid Meier, and you
0: know he knew what he was yeah. doing. Um, but I have even Railroad Tycoon and Railroad Tycoon Three, and all the other railroad games that came out, never really scratched that itch. Railway Empire did scratch the itch a little bit, so I'm hoping Railway Empire Two really scratches that itch. Like I said, if they're going to have a map of the entire United States and a map of the entire Europe, then I'm hoping that it's even more of a you know, even more of a thing. But I'm really looking forward to Railway and Part 2. But uh, it, it has the problem that Crusader Kings has in that, yeah, you get the base game, and it's going to be on Game Pass. But guess what? It's going to have a billion expansions. And if you want to have everything, it's going to cost like 300 bucks or something like that. Yeah, it, TJ knows this. If you want to get all of Crusader Kings 2 and all of the DLC, it's going to cost you a pretty penny.
1: If you pay full price for it, it's over $300, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. um, Actually, you know, they recently had on um, Humble Bundle uh, City Skylines and all the expansions, but it was only for Steam, and I really only cared about getting achievements, so I didn't get it. (laughs) But there's going to be a sequel coming out, so who cares? Nice. Well, of course. We're all excited for City Skylines, too. Yes, absolutely. But... Um, Like I said, I'm really hoping that Railway Empire 2 is what I really need. Um, And uh, they just – oh, they also released – I almost forgot. They also released a new version of uh, Star Citizen. And, man, it's looking real good. And people who are playing it are telling me it's real good. The problem is I hate other people and I don't want to play with them, so I'm waiting for Squadron 42 because I don't want to get my ass pirated. That's why I don't play Sea of Thieves. Um but I will say this if they ever if they ever add a VR option to Star Citizen, I am in like I, I'm on it like Donkey Kong. I don't care. I will jump in because one of the best moments, the only thing I use my VR headset for is to play Space Sims, like Star Wars Squadrons or Elite Dangerous, and the problem with Elite Dangerous is it's just so dull.
2: Because
0: I don't do combat. But I do enjoy, you know, being in your ship, looking around your ship, being able to fly places. If I was able to do that in Star Citizen, I would be a very happy man. Because I will say this, all the locations in Star Citizen are brilliant. It is like really living in a future world. It's almost second life in that respect. Have you been keeping up with Star Citizen? Or is it just like, I don't know, that's that game that people spent how much money on?
1: I mean, I don't keep up with it one way or the other. It's just... uh I, I, every every once in a while, I see it in my perimfer- periphery as, uh, like, what's the newest thing coming to this thing that still hasn't come out of early access yet?
0: Yeah, it's, it's like Minecraft in that regard. They're just perfecting it. And the thing is, that they're trying this new tech. And I said about this last episode in which you have – everything is per- has permanence. So if you leave your ship with your stuff inside, it's going to be there for people to loot. Or if there's a crash, that crash is going to remain there forever. Or at least for a long time, so they're still working the bugs out of that. It's like incredible tech, and I'm thinking, why do you need that tech? Just, just work on the base, base game first. But, yeah, yeah it is amazing. And um, you don't have to spend a lot of money to get into it, because the, the base ships that you get in with are pretty good. Um, they What I'm pleased about is that they actually do have the racing so you're going to have official races in Star Citizen. Because if you ever watch some of the commercials for Star Citizen, like they really promote racing. So that's one of the things I like is that this is a game that will appeal to people who don't want to fight, who don't want to pirate, who don't want to you know, be a bounty hunter, who don't want to, don't want to fight spaceships. They just want to go fast and speedy, man. So you have racing. What I really want is a Car Wars MMO, but that's never going to happen. Yeah, I know. Talking about Star Citizen bores the tears out of everybody. So tell us what you've been playing, TJ. Uh,
1: I went back to Cyberpunk 2077 because I'm trying to beat the game before the DLC
0: comes out. Okay,
1: Hopefully re- later this year.
0: Yeah, so um, I'm pretty sure you you know who the final boss is. Yeah, I'm, I can smash at this point. Yeah. <laughs> How I beat him is I, I fortunately maxed out on sniper, so I just stayed. I just said, "Hey guy, try and get me! Bang, 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 bang! You're dead. Oh, you didn't make it to me. So well, uh, oh well." <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, I've been rolling
1: my luck with uh, stealth and uh, and quick hacks for the most part. So I okay. hope
0: that doesn't end up screwing me. Oh <laughs> yeah, like like Deus Ex, uh, Human Revolution oh well you you went with this uh, the hacking well, well, guess what this the first boss is just going to turn you into paste because that means nothing until they I really <laughs> until they made that that patch in which you could hack the uh guns. I absolutely love
1: that uh i, I, I hacking quick hacking in uh cyberpunk is one of my favorite things because I can't imagine too many things more frightening. Than being in view of a camera and everyone around you just starts sparking at the neck and catching fire. <laughs> like, it's it's a terrifying thing you can do to some folks in that game.
2: Yeah.
0: The thing is that, you know, even though I had no bugs in the game, you know, I, I, I'm still... It's... You know, there's a lot of things that are meaningless. You know, the, a lot of the perks don't really do anything. It's like... They should have just pared it down, pared it real down to a few things that actually do something, and not – they tried to get cute, you know, and they shouldn't have gotten cute. They should have just made character customization real simple and just had everything, you know, and focused on the, you know, the interactions and the combat and stuff like that. I
1: like having the perks, but I agree with you that there's a bunch in there that just like – even within the same tree, it feels like there's some perks. It, well, it feels like there's some perks that clash with the playstyle of other perks. Like, if I'm using stealth, I don't necessarily want to engage target after target immediately, but there's perks in the stealth skill tree that reward you for killing like killing enemies consecutively. I, I don't know. With, I, I like okay. going slow and methodical with
0: stealth. Okay. I went with the um, Corporate uh what a uh, you know background and um basically stealth hacking and gun use, and that's about it so I, I talked my way out of a lot of situations you can't talk your way through Adam smasher, but you know
1: <laughs> but yeah, um yeah the giant the right- the giant robot kill man doesn't care what you have to say
0: yeah uh the thing is that um there is a lot of endings in this, and the ending that I got i was satisfied with i'll be interested to see what ending you pick i won't say what ending i have because it might be spoilerific but let's just say you know it was the, it was the, it was the positive ending that i was looking for so i said you know i don't have to play this anymore i had my ending just like Oxenfree. I had my ending i liked it i don't need to explore to see what the other endings
2: are so scott what have you been playing i've been playing trials to azure and I'm about halfway through the game now um <laughs> just been doing all the side quests and the fishing and the, doing the recipes. There's just a lot to do in this game.
0: Speaking of recipes, we're going to be talking about that in a moment. <laughs> so let's move on to quick news. Um, Bungie lawsuit ends with Destiny Cheat Seller on the hook for $12 million. The lawsuit was originally filed in 2021. I'm pretty sure you were following this, DJ. Yes. Um wait the
1: uh, lawsuit
0: yeah the Bungie lawsuit
1: yeah that was uh they Bungie has been hammering cheat sellers over the last year or so like cheaters hard. period yeah uh and like they're going after the sources they're they're uh they're they're stabbing at where uh, the the origins are um they had or actually we just put out a story recently that uh in addition to that, this uh, twelve million dollar one they just won, there was also one today that they got uh, a group in India for six point seven million. Wow! So this over the course of the la- of this year, they've hit veteran cheats. They they've shut down veteran cheats for twelve million dollars, aim junkies for four point three million dollars, and as of a moment ago report uh, as of reporting a moment ago uh let's see here that is lavi cheats in india they hit them for 6.7 million yeah they're not they're taking this very seriously and good on them because uh a scourge on a live service game like destiny <laughs> right
0: uh street fighter 6 world tour is basically yakuza except somehow sillier and they actually describe it in the website but you know what's funny to me is that uh, you can just attack some random person. <laughs> yes, and it's completely acceptable. It's just it's just a
1: world where people just just walk up to anyone you feel like and start swinging on them <laughs> um, with your potato man or whatever you made because yeah. the character creator in that game is absolutely absurd. Yeah, I made they're,
0: what they're going for soul caliber level here. I made what can
1: be described as Mr. Wilson from Dennis the Menace meets
0: Popeye. Okay. Just a dumpy dude with – I would personally foot, make the fattest guy I could make in, in that. Just a dumpy dude with with, with like football-sized forearms
1: <laughs> and uh, real tall and uh, lots of leg, but uh, but has little arms and focuses primarily on boxing.
0: Okay. <laughs> But yeah, it's nice to have a single player mode in Street Fighter 6 that, you know, that, that you can go wild in.
1: Yeah, and I'm not going and I don't think it's like I don't think it's as fleshed out as Yakuza,
0: but it is as silly and zany as Yakuza. Yeah. Scott, you said that the, that mode alone is which is interesting to you to uh Street Fighter VI.
2: Oh the single mode player, yeah. I've always wanted to play just like a story of the characters uh without you know, it being a ladder, it. yeah. Like in a style of Double Dragon, something like that would be fun and uh, not have to worry about the competing against players. Because I, I like just single-player story modes in general.
0: Yeah, because if I, if I do single-player, if I do multiplayer, I'm, they're just going to hook me up with some guy who knows all the secrets and he'll have me yeah. two, two two KOs in like two minutes. Um, but yeah, it, it's interesting. I, I'm I might rent it to check it out um grave Season acu- is akin to stardew valley except you never know which one of the locals is secretly a serial killer this game was announced today and basically stardew valley except one of your one of the people one of the locals is going to start killing off people at random <laughs> and you have to figure out who they are <laughs> have you heard of this game tj i have not yeah you should look it up it's it's a, it's an interesting it's like playing werewolf by yourself
1: yeah, I like as far as I know about Star Valley. The idea of like this twist on it, where like you have to figure you have to figure out a who done it, does
0: sound fun. And it's always a random person, so it's like uh, each and every time it's going to be different. And finally, on the quick news, Olympic esports tournament adds Fortnite, but not any Fortnite mode you've seen before. Uh, it's called the International Shooting Sport Federation Island, and basically it's just basically testing your sharpshooting. Which is interesting. I mean, uh, well, for those people who played Fortnite, they're very well aware of those cybernetic people who are able to seem to headshot you from across the island.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense because Fortnite does have a decent bullet drop mechanic. So you being able to operate that and understand like how far you're shooting and how much you need to adjust for it is a very impressive feat for like I've seen some people hit
0: some insane shots in that game, and this is being done by the International Olympic Committee, the IOC. So this is it's not going to be part of the Olympics, you know, the Olympics Olympics. It's going to be its own tournament, but um, this just makes this just validates esports even more. I mean, if you have the IOC getting into esports, yeah. Like, I like it. Like
1: uh, they used to, they used to do this kind of stuff with uh, Nintendo games, where they would like. Remember the Nintendo World Championships, where they would create different ROMs of games that were focused very specifically on one challenge. <laughs> I like that stuff, <coughs> and uh, yeah. I'm all for them making more stuff like that.
0: So when is chess gonna join the Olympics?
1: Has chess really never been part of the Olympics? Whatsoever? No, it hasn't.
0: No, it's considered a sport, and ESPN has actually had chess championships, but no, they haven't, which That's is weird. really strange. I know. I mean, if you're gonna start getting into non- uh, you know stuff that you can have disabled people winning in, you should be able to have this, have chess. Mm-hmm. Although I wonder if people just start entering in. Uh, okay, we're gonna we're gonna have chess tournaments, but it's only gonna be who has the best chess AI. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go into game news directly now uh dj take the first one righty
1: nintendo seems to have fired back over the tears of the kingdom leak by DMCAing popular switch emulation tools from pc gamer first reported by gba temp it looks like nintendo is aggressively responding to tears of the kingdom leaks by targeting key portions of of the Switch emulation ecosystem, namely the Lockpick and Lockpick underscore RCM programs that dump Switch game decryption keys and allow emulators like Yuzu and Ryujinx to decrypt and open the game files. The first indication of this move came from the developer and security researcher Simon Ahrens on Twitter, who attempted to fork the Lockpick repository on GitHub i.e. make a copy of the source files to iterate and experiment on them. Aaron received a copy of the DMCA request sent over to GitHub over lockpick and lockpick underscore RCM, though there were be other projects affected. At the time of writing, lockpick remains accessible on GitHub, though GBA temp notes that there could be a grace period before the site acts on any takedown requests. Lockpick has been around for some time, and it's hard to see the move as anything other than the publisher striking out at the Switch modding and emulation community in response to the two-week early leak of Tears of the Kingdom, the highly anticipated next installment to the Legend of Zelda series. The move seems to have already had ripple effects in the Switch emulation scene. G- GBA Temp reports that the developers of a Switch emulator for Android, Skyline, have ceased development and, re- and released the source code... For their in-progress work online, citing greater scrutiny from Nintendo on potential action against them in the future.
0: By the way, just so you know, what these people are doing is extremely legal, because as one person noted, we're not. What hacker would want to unlock the keys on their own console? They're, they're, this is for for making games, not stealing games.
1: Yeah. Uh... Nintendo's lawyers are Nintendo, like, we've talked about this ad nauseum, but like, they are, they are, they are on, oh, like, what's the word for it? They're on overtime working for this, working for this launch this week. They, uh, I mean, it is the biggest launch for Nintendo in years, probably since Breath of the Wild and uh I'm not saying that they're right to do any of that stuff at all, but they are doing what they do, and they're doing it harder than ever,
0: yeah, <laughs> like, there's just so much consumer goodwill that you can you can you can erode before there's something called the trust thermocline, you know, and the thing is that um Nintendo has its own niche I mean, Sony would rather do what Microsoft is doing, you know, the type of games that they're doing. They don't care about, about, you know, every time they try to do something that Nintendo does, it it fails miserably, like PlayStation All-Stars.
1: Well, and more along the lines of, like, Nintendo is the... A Nintendo platform, legitimately, is, like, the only place that you can get games like Mario or or Zelda.
0: Or or cart games. I mean, it's more like... The cart games, the Smash Brothers thing, you know, those are things that are really unique to Nintendo. And Sony has tried. They've tried. I mean, I consider the Horizon games to be their attempt to do Zelda. No, they just can't do it.
1: Yeah. It's, uh, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised in the least if we see more ridiculous stuff out of Nintendo's leak, leak department over the course of this month. Just because this is this is the biggest launch that they're gonna have for quite some time. Nobody even knows what Nintendo is really doing next besides like Pikmin Four.
0: I was about Which, to say they're they're working on Pikmin Four. I know that. But that's about it, right? Like, like what else? What else? Mario game, had? I guess. I mean, another Luigi's Mansion game, maybe. But they haven't confirmed any of that. Like we're still waiting oh, for I them that. to say. I got that. Um, another Splatoon DLC.
1: <laughs> I don't know. The the slate is blank after after Tears of the Kingdom and Pikmin 4. Yeah. And, you uh, know, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I'm curious because, like, why haven't they announced a, a Mario game to coincide with the movie? I <sighs> would assume it's because they put all of their effort into Tears of the Kingdom and making sure that
0: it's tip-top condition. Maybe a new Pokemon game? Well, that's Game Freak. Yeah, no, but Nintendo is a co-publisher of that. Sure. Um, the thing is that, you know, what I would like to think is that they're actually taking time off from Pokemon to actually make a new Pokemon game that doesn't look like it was made 15 years ago. Didn't they, aren't they doing that new Pokemon Snap-type game, or is that just a remaster? They did a,
1: Pokemon, they did a new Pokemon Snap game, like, maybe a year or two ago. Okay. I don't know. If, I don't know if they're doing another one anytime soon. See, this is the problem. I just don't know what
0: Nintendo is doing myself. It's like, uh, maybe make a new Kid Icarus game, but
1: who knows? I mean, the most obvious thing to me is make a make a Mario game to capitalize on the kickass movie you just put out. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know. If they're not making a Mario game, it makes me think that maybe they're they're just trying to slowly get out of the business. You know, and just work on movies. I highly doubt that. You never know. These are these are the you know, Shigoshi is not there anymore. You know, it's now just businessmen. And if they figure out something's going to be more profitable than another, they're just going to do it.
1: Mm, Well, I guess we'll see, because, like, they do have something coming up in this summer, I guess. We'll see what happens. Because I'm i curious. I'm curious to see what the second half of 2023 is supposed to be like for Nintendo. I seriously doubt they're going to just be silent for the
0: rest of it. Go ahead, Scott. Scott, you were going to say something. Hello? I know Scott was about to say something. I heard his voice. <laughs> Scott, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, I thought you were going to say something.
2: Let's see, we're on... We're talking about Raid Zelda... Ninja.
0: We're talking about Tears of the Kingdom.
2: Okay, yeah. Yeah, I heard about this uh, going against the emulation tools. Um, again, the whole leaking of the, I guess, trailers or video of the game. Um, no, we were
0: just speculating. what the heck is Nintendo working on? I mean, all we know is Pikmin 4, and that's about it. Well,
2: I don't know. I guess they're... Probably not working on a Mario. I don't know. They might be working on a Metroid. Uh, they that, that's work. true. I forgot. They, they,
0: um, what was it that they came out the remaster, right? So, did yeah.
2: they ever talk about Super Metroid Four yet? They have not. That's what a lot of people have been speculating about.
0: Okay, I guess that's that's the big the big thing after after Breath of the Wild and Pikmin Four, before they do another Mario game, I guess.
2: Yeah, I think so. I think that's what a lot of people would like. I I think that would be fun to see another Metroid game. And we had Metroid Metroid Dread and, of course, the Metroid Prime remaster. And I think that's what they think we'll be getting is another 3D uh, Metroid game.
0: You sure?
1: A three. Well, we did just get, you're right, we did just get Metroid Prime 1 remastered, so there's nothing to stop us from getting Metroid Prime 2 and 3 remastered,
0: I guess, at some point either. Yeah, but I think fans might want something new. Where's 4, is, is what people are saying. Unless, you know, maybe they don't do 4, maybe they do an entire major reboot of the Super Metroid series. You know, How just you start with a new on- series.
1: I've given up on believing that Metroid Prime 4 is real until Nintendo actually <laughs> shows me something because I've heard, like, even Nintendo themselves has said it's in development. But, like, where is it? Nobody's seen it.
0: I oh, Don't worry, it's going to come out around the same time as Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what happened to that fucking game? I'm still looking forward to it, even though it's more or less dead in the water. Although it may just, you know, they may have just stopped talking about it because they don't want people to think it's vaporware. They'd rather think it's just been cancelware until they actually have something new. But, you know, it's harder and harder to get back into the first bloodlines because my machine, my machines increasingly don't like it. My machines just say, what, are you playing this? We're going to make it as hard as possible for you to play this. Anyways, we're going to move on to the next item. Go ahead, Scott.
2: Okay. Finnish newspaper uses Counter-Strike to provide accurate Russian reporting on Ukraine invasion. This is from Eurogamer. Finnish newspaper, Helsing Sanamat, uh, is using Counter-Strike to provide Russian players with accurate news on Putin's invasion of the Ukraine. The newspaper created a map of CSGO to distribute independent journalism, which launched yesterday on World Press Freedom Day. The map, based on war-torn Slavic city, includes a secret room that shows uncensored footage of the Ukraine invasion in Russia. The map's name is Devonia, which translates to war in Russia, a word that's censored by Russian authorities.
0: Yeah, I've seen what's in there, and it shows various very grim stuff like mass graves and like that and it's both in Russian and English and one of what it says is this room contains independent journalism that is forbidden in Russia and I don't know how it makes me gives me chills to think how Russia might have to counteract this like ban CSGO or you know because because this is a good um, this is a good back door because it is just a game you know and there's specific map so what is Russia gonna do? Ask Valve not to allow people access to that map? Hmm. Um. I have no idea. Just 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 Google Devonia and you'll and you look at the image search and you'll see it. But yeah, I mean, this is a an innovative way. And but like I said, I'm worried about what kind of crackdowns. Might happen because of this. Could you imagine doing this in China? No, I don't even know if Valve <laughs> is allowed in China. I think Valve is allowed in China.
1: And yeah, you think, because because Dota has like a or Dota has a pretty robust scene in Asia.
0: Yeah. Um. Well, this is not Dota. This is this is CS:GO. And I know, but Dota is still Valve. I will say this. You know, Russian players really like shooters. Mm-hmm. They, they really like shooters. That's why Stalker is such a big thing over there, aside from the fact it takes place in the Ukraine. Um, it's uh, it's it's an innovative way to get through. It will be interesting to see what the result of this is like. Fortunately, the war is going really badly for Russia, so we'll see where we are in a year from now. But it's interesting yeah. to see the different ways that they're trying to get around propaganda. or not, I mean uh, not trying to get around, uh, trying to get around news blocks. With propaganda. Yeah. So. Anyways, uh, we're going to move on to some happier news. Uh, Apple Arcade adds 20 games. And this comes to us from Eurogamer. Um, a full list of new Apple Arcade editions lies below, all which join about 200 other titles that are already part of the $5 a month service. Now, uh, Apple Arcade has brought us such things as Ducks uh, – I'm sorry, Untitled Goose Game and stuff like that. Uh some of them we already know, like TMNT, Spillard Fade is is going to be there. And I know that's one of your favorite games of all times, TJ. <laughs> um, but there are some new games that that intrigue me, uh, specifically Cityscape Sim Builder. Have you heard of that game? I have heard of it. I've never played it, but I want to. It looks good. It's by the same people who did the original SimCity. Uh that is the Sim City that everybody hates, the 2015 one. This one is them being out of the shackles of what was going on with EA at the time. Um, it's 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 simplified, but it looks pretty. Um, it's gonna have it's gonna have uh, you know uh, live service stuff like you know purchasing skins and stuff like that. But it's it's here's it's something that's simpler than uh, you know obviously simpler than uh, city skylines.
1: Yeah, for sure. Built for like a built for a mobile UI, and therefore like probably a little less precise when it comes to like laying down districts and buildings and all that stuff. But I yeah. still like the idea of it, and I like the look of it too. It looks like it would be fun. Yeah.
0: Um, you also have some standbys like Limbo Plus, and uh,
1: and um, I'm also kind of scared of it because like. You put a city builder that can be played for hours in, on my mobile phone. <laughs> I can take anywhere, oh dear! <laughs> and I'm worried that I'm going to kill my battery.
2: Ah. Um,
0: I didn't even know they were still making Octodad games. To tell you the truth, Octodad Dadliest Catch,
1: Young Horses, the Bug Snacks, folks. Yep. snacks <laughs> <laughs> um, is coming to uh, mobile as well, even though it's not here on yeah. this uh, list.
0: Yeah. Um, I finished Bug Snacks. And I actually uh, killed one of them. But I don't plan to play it again to get the uh, save everybody thing, because uh, for those who don't know, the, the climax of Bugsnax has you feeding them. But the problem is that if you feed them too much, they just pop at the end. So.
1: Um, yeah. Uh. am also very interested to see, is Temple Run on here the same as the... No, yes. Wait, I think you can... Yeah. It's what nice is that you. game?
0: Yeah. A lot of these games are, I mean, you have Limbo, you have um, you have Iron Marines, you have Kingdom 2 Crowns. Uh, the thing with me and Kingdom 2 Crowns is no matter what I do, I simply cannot get what I'm supposed to do. You know, I know generally what I'm supposed to do, but it's just a frustrating game.
1: I'm also curious about Little Nightmares. Very Little Nightmares. Very Little
0: Nightmares. Little Nightmares, but very little.
1: <laughs> I like Little Nightmares 1 and 2. Yeah, those are uh, those are some very quirky and very aesthetic driven platformers.
0: Yeah, um, this one uses an isometric look for. Uh, is an isometric game. Oh, interesting. Yeah, and um, it's sort of like uh, I won't say it's a strategy game, but I'd say there's a lot more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's it's a puzzle adventure game now.
1: Yeah. Huh? Still by Bandai. Yep. Very curious.
0: I actually wanna. I, I need to look more into that. Yeah, and one of the nice things is that um, a year from now, these will all be on, you know, on Steam and stuff like that. Because, uh, like, like Untitled Goose Game, a lot of these games, you know, get a boost from being on on Apple Arcade and then just come over to the thing. I wonder how they're gonna do Team N T Splintered Fate on the small screen if they're uh, how they're gonna change it. Or if they're going to change it at all. You know what? Little,
1: very little nightmares reminds me of. Okay. It makes me think of uh, the Go games, like Hitman Go. And, oh yeah, and yeah. The, and Tomb Raider Go. But like Little Nightmares Go.
0: Right. So um, they made uh okay. So for TMNT, Splinter Faith, they're also going isometric. Interesting. And it's in the story. Th- Oh yeah, what were you to say? What, what did you say
1: the after uh that it's isometric?
0: Oh no, they uh they, yeah, they, it's isometric now. Uh on the Apple Arcade. Oh. Hmm. It's more of a roguelike than the
1: original game, too. It kinda looks like a Diablo like. Yeah. It's a roguelike. I guess that could work for TMNT. I
0: don't know. <laughs> Hey, look, you know, if it's any good, they'll re-release it on um they'll release it on Steam and we could try it there too. I mean yeah, But yeah, I mean I c- I could think of worse things than making a TMNT a Diablo style game.
2: I think that works great. You could uh co-op with it. Pick your favorite turtle.
0: I mean,
1: the only thing I worry about is that like with the turtles, you don't really you can't really change weapons too much, can you? Because we, they all use the same weapon
0: all the time. <laughs> yeah, but they could also have different effects, right? That's true. Um, Iron Marines is an RTS. It's going to be on Apple Arcade. And I'm trying to remember, was that the one that was sort of cartoony? Yeah, it's the cartoony, uh, it's the cartoony RTS. Made by the same people who did Kingdom Rush, too. Hmm. Anyways, we're going to move on to the next item. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns landing on Xbox One and PS4 next week, but the Switch version is canceled. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns long-delayed PS4 and Xbox One versions will finally launch on the 11th of May, uh, but the previously announced Switch uh, release is now officially canceled. Um, As you know, Midnight Suns blends card-battling, turn-based combat and Fire Emblem-style relationship building into a superhero strategy game had a bit of a bumpy road to release before it was finally released on PC, Xbox Series SX, and PS5 last December. At the time of its second delay, uh, 2, uh, 2K made the surprise was postponing the it for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and Switch, indefinitely, only saying those versions would cut launch at a later date. 2K has now confirmed that Midnight Suns will officially launch on the Xbox One and PS4 on the 11th, but it also said... Uh, that's going to be actually uh, coinciding with the fourth and final bitch of post-launch DLC, Bloodstorm, which adds Storm as a playable character. Uh, but without any explanation, they said the Switch version is no longer planned, although I can imagine why. A game like Marvel's Sons is going to need a lot of hard drive space.
2: It probably doesn't run very well on the Switch. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's a real shame, too. This game... I said, I haven't played it yet. I have it on my, I have it on my PC. I haven't played it yet. (laughs) And I love XCOM. It's so good. (laughs) I love XCOM. Yeah,
1: I know. Marvel's Midnight Suns is one of the few games in the last many years that I finished, not for work,
0: but for like just because
1: I wanted to. I have a problem with finishing games because I'm always having to do new stuff and, uh, Mar Marvel's Midnight Suns, I made, a, I made a legitimate effort to get to the credits on that game.
0: By the way, a little bit of news that was released today was that there were actually like 30 conversations that were cut from the game.
1: I can believe that because there is a ton of dialogue. <laughs> <about> yes. <it. laughs>
0: I know. That's the entire point. It's like, oh, you thought they were chatty then? Well, guess what? They could have been even chattier.
1: <laughs> yeah. And like – there's so many conversations that happen and branching directions that happen based on who you talk to and how you talk to them. Yeah. I uh, it's 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 I I've said it before and I'll say it again. It is the best Marvel dating sim that has ever been created.
0: Every time someone <laughs> says that, um, if I've said it once, I said it again. It always reminds me of that critic episode in which uh, Franklin says. I've said it once and I've said it again. Who are you people? <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to playing it. Um may I have the base game. Maybe I'll get the maybe I'll wait for you know the inevitable Game of the Year edition, which comes with all the DLC.
1: Yeah. I I mean an ultimate edition has to be somewhere down the line with 2K.
0: Anyways, uh, last news item. Uh, Super Mega Baseball 4 launches in June, and this comes from PC Gamer. Super Mega Baseball 4 is arriving on June 2nd and is bringing quite along a few familiar faces. For the first time in its history, the on-field baseball game will feature real professional baseball players. Of course, they're not actual baseball players, but instead, uh, 200 former pros from all eras of the st- uh, sport. There'll be David Ortiz, Juan Batista, Jason Giambi, Johnny Damon, and Vladimir Guerrero. But you'll also get to play with some famous throwbacks like Hank Aaron, William Mays, Ernie Banks, and even Babe Ruth. Uh, there are a bunch of different options when it comes to creating games and leagues in SMB4, including playing with only these, including all, playing only with these new leg- licensed legends, having a mix of real and fictional players, or just leaving the real those players out of the leagues altogether. There's also a new draft system in SMB four called the Shuffle Draft, in which Drader described as a deck building inspired feature in which allows you to build your team out of whatever mixing mixture of licensed legends, legends old school Super Mega players and your own custom players. For those who you don't know, um in Super Mega Baseball there are teams that are like theme teams, like there's one team that has really good pitching but they can't hit for shit. There's one with a lot of power hitting, there's a lot one with a lot of contact hitting, etcetera, et cetera. So now you can mix and match them. Uh, players can also build up a new league out of these players and then take that league into franchise mode playthrough or season mode type playthrough. SMB4 will also feature six new stadiums. Thank God for a total of 20. Okay, here's the thing. I love the stadiums in, in Super Mega Baseball, but there's just so much you can just see those same stadiums over and over and over again. It did need some variety. Uh, more customization options for player creation, expanded player traits, and crossplay between all platforms for pendant race mode and online leads, which is nice. However, you won't be able to import players from previous SMB games, and you won't be able to trade players in franchise, because um, in SMB 3, you could import your SMB 2 players. So here's the thing. Um, I thought that MLB The Show would obviate the need for Super Mega Baseball, but playing uh, playing MLB The Show 23, yeah, I'm actually looking forward to Super Mega Baseball 4. It's it's a lot more cartoony but it also still is really good baseball gameplay and you get realistic results from it
1: sort of yeah it's also <laughs> satisfying like the animations the 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 feel of batting the feel of pitching the the feel of fielding and and base play
0: and you also uh, had, you also have sliders in which you can you can alter it any way you like like I think it's from 0 to 100 you know if you put it all the way in 100 it's almost impossible to get a base hit cuz you really have to time your, your swings or if you have, you know, if you have it on zero, it's like almost every hit is going to be a home run, that sort of thing. So you can, yeah, and you can adjust it for different players. So like if you're playing with your eight-year-old son or daughter, you can, you can lower the difficulty for them, but have yourself with average difficulty so you have an even game, even field.
1: Yeah. And I got to say, I've been like mostly impressed. I, I'm not crazy about EA's mainline games for the most part. But I am impressed for the most part with their EA originals, like their indie efforts. I really liked Wild Hearts. I really liked It Takes Two, and uh, I really liked uh, Lost in Random. Um, and they've done pretty good jobs with those, and letting those folks do what they want to do with EA's backing and, and help. Right. And so, Super Mega Baseball is a franchise where, like, it's good. You're It it feels good. It plays good. But it always had kind of like that kind of indie jank where like you know they don't have the money of the publisher
0: to kind of make that go away. Here's the thing. I wanted to like Super Mega Baseball 3. But it didn't do enough and it wasn't great. And here's the thing. There's been quite a gap between this and 3. So I'm wondering if EA did throw some money at them and, and had and, and gave them some more people to to really make it better. And I'm hoping that's the case. Yeah.
1: I will say that uh Super Mega Baseball has the best interaction of crack of cracking a pitch and hitting the pitcher right in the cubes with the ball.
0: Oh well you can do that in in uh in, in, in MLB 23, but I, you can have some really vicious beanballs hit back to the pitcher. It's like they'll just collapse and it says up oh, they're injured, they're out of the game. When they get hit in the cubes with it, they just like
1: crumple, freeze up, and then just fall to the side like like you just killed them.
0: But Dino, hey, you, you you can also as a pitcher break break the batter's bat, and you can mm-hmm. and if you bean them, you might injure them too.
1: Yeah. They have a lot of personality in in those games. Like you yeah. can't take that away from them. And I really am excited to see what they do with EA backing, because like I said, EA originals have been pretty good so far.
2: Yeah,
0: and you also have uh, have uh, what's it called? You know, both sexes in the game too. You have female players who are really good as well, and it's just it. it When you when when Super Super Mega Baseball two for so far has been the highlight. I mean Super Mega Baseball one was okay, but it was a little bit over the top cartoony, you know, because they really had the big head thing going in that game. Um, Super Mega Baseball two made it a little more, it made it realistic in terms of gameplay, but kept a little bit of the cartoonish. um, And the stadiums are all gorgeous, you know, they're all fantasy type stadiums, you know, they they don't exist in real life, so they're able to go wild with them. And I'm glad they have six more of them because you have like, I don't know, like 24 play teams and you had to shove 14, for, uh, all those teams in 14 stadiums. It's like a lot of them had to share stadiums. Yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, like clearly a lot of this prob a lot of these problems come from the fact that they were an indie company that couldn't hire all the people in the world and couldn't, Run patches like a like a major publisher could. So I I do like and 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 yet still they put out the games and they give them good support and 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 brought new content to them. So like I really am optimistic for Super Mega Baseball
0: Four. So right, Super Mega Baseball Three came out in 2020. So it's been three years of development since that release. So yeah, I'm pretty sure they they've really beefed it up in terms of gameplay and. and Hopefully it doesn't feel like an indie game. Yeah, here's hoping. Anyway, uh, look for our show notes at GamingPodcast.net, along with industry news and our gaming history articles. We enjoy feedback, so this comes to our blog at GamingPodcast.net. Also, this up at Facebook.com slash GamingPodcast. Subscribe to iTunes, leave some iTunes comments. You can find me on Twitter, at Jonah Falcon. You can find me at Johnny Chugs. You can find me at Charlie Moore. Oh, by the way, speaking of Twitter, uh, did you see where uh, Jack... Has his new uh, – he's starting his new social media thing, and he admits it was a mistake to give in – and they should have just done the one, $1 million or whatever it was, whatever buyout it was to get uh, Elon Musk out of there. He said we should have just done that. You, know? you think? Yeah, I will. <laughs> you think,
1: Jack? It wouldn't be the first time Jack. Who's Jack? This. Oh. Who's the guy who started Twitter in the first place.
2: Yeah. Um, I, was about to
1: say, I was about to say Jack Horner, but it isn't Jack Horner. Is Jack Dorsey.
0: Jack Dorsey, right.
1: Uh, and it wouldn't be the first time that Jack Dorsey has made a really dumb mistake in, in regards to a social media platform.
0: Yeah. Well, he's starting a new one, so we'll see. Anyways, we will see you next
2: week. I hope. <laughs> Last week was just three weeks. <laughs> yeah. See you next week. <laughs> Happy gaming, everyone. Have fun. Be cool. Play games, y'all.